0: Hi, this is Dave Sennett with BoldLeading.com, and this is your Bold Leading Podcast. Today we'll be talking about the top 10 mistakes nonprofits make throughout their calendar year. I want to think about the top 10 mistakes you want to stay away from to make 2022 the best year ever. The first mistake that I see nonprofits make is operating without a fundraising framework. And what I mean by that is how does one event connect to the next event that connects to your direct mail or your newsletter? How do all the different fundraising activities that you have connect to one one another so that you have a plan that not only connects you to one event to another, but how you actually introduce your organization to other people, how your organization is connecting uh, messages from a newsletter, let's say, to a thank you letter, and then leading up to maybe a fundraising event. But operating without a fundraising framework doesn't allow you to actually know which levers to pull, whether you should be spending money on direct mail or marketing versus spending money on uh, higher end donors and doing it that direction. So understanding why you're fundraising and how you're fundraising, the decision to make is based on a framework or a point of view. And if you are not thought through what that fundraising framework is, You'll be uh, going from the latest, coolest event that you see on uh, Instagram or that you see on Facebook and the latest thing that a board member has and you think about, oh, we should be doing this or should we doing that. So without operating a fr- with a fundraising framework, you're going to be moving with the winds of time without uh, a really good sail on a sailboat that you can actually traverse depending on the winds that uh, kind of blow, you need to have something that you know that you're able to uh, pull different levers, do different things in order to make the best outcome for your nonprofit. A framework is a little bit different than a fundraising plan. A fundraising plan talks about what we'll do in a particular year. A fundraising framework talks about why, what are the things that we're doing. So the second thing that people do or nonprofits do without Uh, or making a mistake is not operating with a fundraising plan how do you take that framework and actually put it into play for a particular year or 18 months whatever the stretch or time frame may be but what is your framework and what is the plan that is going to implement those principles, those priorities that you have in a framework. The third mistake that people do is operate without a fundraising software. Uh, many people I've talked to, they either don't collect information about their donors or they may be put into an Excel sheet or a Google sheet and over time this is going to really be difficult for you and there are some uh, economical ways to actually get donor software. Uh, in a way that can be affordable for your nonprofit, and generally the rule of thumb is if you have over a hundred uh, donors that you're kind of tracking, you really need to be thinking that, about what is the type of software we need. And definitely, if you have a thousand uh, donors that you're tracking, you really need to have some fundraising software. So operating without fundraising software is going to cause mistakes. It's going to make it much more difficult for you to have directed uh, messages, directed events. Uh, to the people that you're trying to uh, ask them to give or to support your organization. So software is gonna really make it easier for you to uh, develop your plan and implement your plan, which is based on that framework. The fourth mistake that I see nonprofits doing is operating without a key messaging. And this is kind of like a framework or a plan for fundraising, but this is more about how do you tell your story in a way that is both urgent, passionate, and very clear on how you're making an impact in the world. So, when people are asked to give, it's very uh, clear on what they're giving to and why they're giving and what their money will go to. And also how the impact is making a difference. So, when you think about a key messaging document, you want to make sure that what you put out on social media, what you present to high end donors, what you send into a thank you letter or even talk at the at a local church or a service club or somewhere in the hallway, uh, somewhere where you happen to run into somebody, and you want to make sure that all of your messaging is the same. That there's very basic things that you want to talk to people about who you are and why you do what you do. The next thing that people do with that is a mistake is operate without a website. A website is a a really great way to have a center store for people to understand who you are, a place for them to go to online. It works 24 hours a day to tell your story to people that are curious about the difference you're making in their community or across the planet. So making sure that you have a website that's easy to be understood, that agrees with your key messages, that also uh, is a part of your overall fundraising plan. To be able to do that uh, well, you want to make sure that you really put some thought into the website, uh, who's going to come to the website, what are you asking them to do, what information you're giving them. The next thing that I see uh, nonprofits do that uh, is a mistake is not having a low barrier ask. And what I mean by that is having an ask of uh, people a uh, way for them to give that is uh, under thirty two dollars that allows them to give in a way that doesn't take a lot of brain power, it can be much more inspirational, that they can really connect the dots between what that 30 or 25 or $20 will do. Uh, when I was working at a particular nonprofit, it was a homeless shelter, and we talked about what does $10 and two ones get you when you give it to the homeless shelter, and it actually goes to help pay for the food and meals and shelter for one night stay for somebody. So ten dollars and two ones would give somebody a safe place to stay and food to eat for one night. And so operating without a low barrier ass makes it much more difficult for people to tell your story and ask people to get involved. When we use that ten and two ones we actually were able to make some quick little brochures for that and had other volunteers hand those out and talk about our organization in a way that was consistent with our key messages, ask people to give in a very low barrier way, and we ended up actually receiving over $20,000 of donations through one volunteer in their church because they went into their surrounding communities and told our story and used that brochure to tell people about us and how they can be involved. And it was an amazing story that uh, a volunteer Uh, was able to do a lot of things on our behalf without us having to be there and they just used a a a simple brochure that we developed with a low-barrier ask the number seven things i think people do uh, that is a mistake or a nonprofit does that's a mistake is to operate without a strong vision that is measurable so we want to make sure that we have a vision of how many people we want to try to reach uh... maybe the impact that we're trying to make but to do it in such a way that There's some numbers or there's an impact that is measurable that we can actually report out to people that we operated and we actually saved the lives of so many people or were able to provide uh, so many care packages, whatever it may be that your organization does to be able to make it measurable and have a strong vision. In order to do that, you know, but you need to have data and data is a really important thing. And actually that's the number eight thing that uh, nonprofits do is they do not have a plan to collect data and to be able to tell their story through data. And so if you're a nonprofit, you should be counting everything, whether it's nights of stay, uh, how many people that you're helping, how many care packages, whatever it is that you do, you want to be able to count those things so you can tell people what is their money going to. Now we know that counting things, you know, you get large numbers um, and we always want to remember that it's the individual person or individual family that we're actually helping. But in order to talk about the volume of people that we're making an impact for, we do want to talk about the, the, to count things, to have a data plan. The next thing that people will do that uh, is a mistake is not operating with an event plan. And what I mean by that is asking yourself at each event, what am I doing to tell my story, to say thanks, and to create joy for people, and then finally ask people to get involved, to have a call to action. So when you have an event, you want to make sure that you're not having an event for event's sake, but you actually want to get people's names, you want to give an opportunity to give money or to to respond in a call to action, and you want to show your appreciation or give them joy. So you want to get a name, you want to give people an opportunity to act, and then you want to say thank you or give them joy. So when you would talk about an event planned, you want to make sure that you have a framework on why you're doing that particular event and then have the data systems or the other systems to do it well so you can collect names, uh, receive money, or a call to action, and also say thank you and give joy in a way that is pleasing and represents your organization in a positive light. And the last thing that nonprofits do that are mistakes is number ten is to operate without passion, purpose, and a process. So you do want to have the picture and you want to have a reason why, but you also want to have specific tasks, steps, or processes to be able to get things done. So you want to be organized,, uh, you want to be efficient. You want to make sure that when you're operating your nonprofit, you're doing it in such a way that you're making the most at every dollar. So when you talk to donors, and others that you're asking them to give or to be a part of what you're doing, you're telling them that you're trying to stretch every dollar into three. And you do that through efficiency, through processes, to have people on your team that know how to manage projects, that know how to uh, make that dollar go uh, not just one mile, but three miles. And uh, those are the top 10 things that nonprofits do that are mistakes is not to have a plan. So when we think about a fundraising framework, then that turns into a fundraising plan. In order to do that well, we might need to have fundraising software to track donors to be able to say thank you well. And through all of that, we want to make sure that we have a key message that is clear what we do, why we do it, and for whom we do it at what cost. And then taking all that and integrating it into a website that features a low barrier ask, so many people can get involved in what we're doing and then learn, in a sense, pay to learn more about our organization and that strong vision needs to be measurable, that you have the data systems uh, that you need to be able to measure what you're doing and then report out to people that you're making progress on the vision that you have. And then you wanna have events to create some synergy amongst your volunteers and donors, but you wanna make sure that you collect a name, you have a call to action, and you give joy. And then finally, you wanna make sure that you do not lose your passion or your purpose, and then you create processes to make sure all these things get done in a year. So when you think about all the things that you have to do, it is definitely not for the faint of heart. And Many hands makes a burden very light. And so if you do need help on any of these things, Bold Leading is here to help you. Reach out to us, go to boldleading.com, fill out our contact form, and we'd love to sit down and talk to you about any of the 10 things that we've talked about to help you not make those mistakes this coming year and uh, the calendar year 2022. And uh, we'd love to be part of your team uh, that makes your passion turn into vision and your version, vision turn into changed lives. This is Dave Sena with Bold Leading with the Bold Leading Podcast.